Hello, everybody. We are wanting to do a tribute to John Carter. I did an interview with him about five or six weeks ago, actually. And it was due to air this last Monday, 6-28-2021. However, on that morning, John went home to be with the Lord. And it was such a beautiful way for him to pass. He had gotten up early and was doing what he loves is the music and engaging in the heavenly realms. And it was just like he just transitioned. Yeah. So I don't know of a better way to go, but uh, it is a hard time for those left behind. And so one of the things that we're wanting to do for Donna, his wife, is John and I had set this up so that it would also be a way uh, to encourage people to sign up for his radio station. Yes. It's an internet radio station where he would be, he was going to continue to add music to that. And so for a small monthly fee, uh, people could be a part of that and get his new music. In the book of James, it talks about that true religion, or we might say spirituality, yeah. is actually supporting the widows and the orphans. So if you would just consider, please, even though there's not going to be new music coming on that radio station, do it to support Donna. It's a great and easy yes. way to do that. And honestly, <clears throat> his music is so amazing. I listen oh. to it over and over. And so I, I still listen to it every yes. morning. <laughs> mm -hmm. So no lack there. Yeah. So uh, again, encourage you to do that. And I just want to honor John. John was such a blessing to us in person, his music, but in person, <laughs> he and Donna both are just such wonderful, wonderful people. Yes. And just getting to know them has been a blessing to us over the last couple of years. Definitely impacted our lives, their, their hearts. So, so, so very big. Yeah. So again, if it's impacted your life, we encourage you to go ahead and use the links that are in the notes and um, click on those to help support Donna. He also was in the process of producing a new album, and so we're excited to see that come to fruition as yes. a tribute to him as well. So I put the word out there to a few other musicians, and they're going to help finish that album for John. So that will be on the new radio station yes. as well. Yes. Uh, but I so look forward to hearing that. It's a Celtic sound with the, with what he does. And it's, <laughs> So beautiful. I look I look forward to hearing it. So thank you all. Bless you. And I do hope you enjoy this show, the last conversation that I had with John. Welcome, everybody, to Kingdom Talks. I've got John Carter on with me, and we're going to be talking about some incredible journeys in Christ. And, uh, and I also want to talk to John about his music as well, and we'll get to that. But uh, to start off with, just want to encourage you, please share this with other people. Share these videos. Share the website, the website, kingdomtalkmedia.com. Share it with people so that they can start getting uh, fresh perspectives that are being, uh, you know, talked about on the shows as well as uh, Ultimate Impact. Encourage you to just go in and check it out. And if you want to get into the behind the scenes section where you get the videos earlier and you also get to see the behind the scenes parts, um, it's only $10 a month and it, and it really helps us as well when you're supporting us. There's also other different areas where if you want to give and support this ministry, if you believe in what we're doing, uh, we ask that you would uh, trade into it. And you can do that again at kingdomtalksmedia.com and you can go to the give section and there's all kinds of different options there. So we just thank every single one of you for what you're doing. All right. So let's go ahead and dig in and see what's going on. So John Carter, thank you for being yes. on here. Yes. So appreciate you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You know, uh, so I've got to meet you a couple different times over the last few years, uh, two or three years anyway. And uh, it's always been a pleasure to meet you and your wife, Donna. Right. Yeah. And to hear your music. Uh, I mm -hmm. still probably uh, 90 percent of the music I listen to is usually John Carter. <laughs> well, 
that, that that's it always is. good to, good to know yeah that's it's such a uh i it, it's woven into me and and in fact i'm working on a a celtic uh, album right now thanks to chris carter he put out that mandate yep. uh over a year ago and it's taken that long for me <laughs> to really um yeah you know it's kind of like anything else you know you like I've, I've heard authors say they wait until the characters show up and then they start writing the book right well all <laughs> of a sudden it just all of it, it all of it just started to uh to come together and so um, i'm excited about that it's very mystical very celtic I look forward to hearing it. Um, so for the people that haven't caught one of our past interviews and maybe don't know who you are, give us a little bit of background of uh, who you are and what you're doing. Well, uh, again, I'm, I'm John Carter, and my wife Donna and I uh, began Taste of Man and Ministries uh, back in two, uh, 2010 um, out of a passionate uh, pursuit to share what it is on a, what we call our grand adventure in God. Uh, when we came together, it was kind of like it was a mythic, probably mythical, uh, attributed to St. Francis that when they somebody asked him about his relationship to God, he said, it's a mad adventure. And, uh, and uh, that's what we think it is. And uh, taste and see that the Lord is good uh, just yeah filled us. We're tasting him, we're seeing his goodness, and that's what we want to uh, uh, to do. I've been a, a, a teacher and a pastor and a musician and a writer um, as far back as I can remember. Uh, and it was in, uh, right, well, I was doing music before Donna and I got married, but um, I, it was in 2010, 2011, when 432 Experience uh, began. Uh, I was awakened to and brought into the 432 hertz tuning frequency, began to create in that tuning frequency. Holy Spirit just simply said, this is where I want you to create. And I've, I've never looked back. I mean, there's all these different frequencies, but until uh, she tells me, I don't want you to, I want you to move someplace else. It's, I'm staying in 432. Uh, but it's all instrumental. It's all designed to carry us deeper and higher into our, our uh, the heavenly realms where we're co-seated with Christ. So um, we live in North Carolina uh, and uh, we just love meeting with people. Uh, it's like the times that we've been able to get together with you uh, just here not long ago down in South Carolina and right, spend the weekend. Right. Um, but uh, we do little gatherings. Uh, I've got a YouTube channel, um, Taste of Manna. Uh, and I currently am, am uh, doing, uh, it's called Heaven Speaks. Uh, they're meditation teachings. They're not classroom type of teachings. They're more meditations. They're coming right out of my journal. And so it's kind of a, um, a flow of me expressing what it is that I've put in my journal and engaging uh, those who uh, are, are watching the video. So it's a, you know, because it's like being here. We're connected. We're actually yeah. together, even though we're separated by distance and, right, and right. time, really. So uh, that's good. So go ahead and share uh, again. You've got the Taste of Mana uh, YouTube channel, right? So it's just Taste right. of Mana, right? Right. Uh, how about a website? Our website is tasteofmana.net. <laughs> .net. Uh, okay. And uh, it's it's got uh, just a lot of things. There's a music store on there where uh, the entire collection. Uh, of albums can be ordered in a download fashion. Uh, there's also 
uh, MANA Radio, which I'm very excited about, uh, which is on the website. It's a, a subscription streaming service, um, and it contains all of the music uh, that I've published and uh, the entire collection, plus any new albums that are produced. In fact, the new one that I'm doing now will be on there. It's also got spontaneous private uh, worship that I'm creating in my studio uh, that's found no other place. And then kind of a bonus on that, uh, or a gift, is a third section, which are meditations and teachings in more of a podcast, or obviously not video. So they're podcast type uh, that are not found anyplace else. And they're not really the main focus of MANA Radio, uh, but they're in there because they're just a part of the way that I want to continue to to bless people uh, in that regard. Uh, so that's all a part of um, Taste of Man. Very good. So um, I know that when, I can't remember if it was actually on a show that we did together or if it was uh, in South Carolina talking to you, but uh, I know at one time you were working on uh, some music dealing with the frequencies of I'm going to say sun, moon, stars, and planets. Um, yeah, and and that kind of put, got put on hiatus because of everything else that was going on. Okay, uh, but it's interesting to me that more and more the the atmosphere of the music that I'm creating is much more cosmic in its in its yeah. sense, and I'm glad that you mentioned that because uh, here just recently I. I thought, okay, I, I need to start digging out because I've got the recordings, NASA recordings of the sounds of, of some of the planets that they make and to try to integrate them in a way that they form kind of a, a soft little bit undercurrent to the music that's uh, being played. So uh, that's coming too. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, now we titled this the incredible journey in Christ. So uh, you said that a lot of the things that are happening right now that are resonating with you, that are coming from people around uh, is a focus on the oneness that we have with God and, and so forth. Um, why don't you share a little bit about that? What's, what's so exciting? What's going on? Uh, well, it's exciting for me because my background, uh, my, my entire life, uh, has been in the uh, evangelical uh, American uh, church. Uh, not ultra conservative right wing, but very conservative. Um, uh, and so the structure of my church, uh, my belief system was very much um, uh, structured in the um, how can I put it without going down a, a, a long rabbit hole? Very much an Augustine, uh, Augustinian framework of uh, man um, being born in a sin nature, having to get saved, and his nature changed. He's separated from God. God is up in heaven someplace, and we've got to try to get back to him. And uh, then all of the uh, the... Uh, evangelical kind of framework uh, with the interpretations of uh, Revelation, uh, Book of Revelation and the Apocalypse. And, and uh, I found myself living in this place of feeling very much separated 
from from God. And it wasn't until and, and always, you know, I knew that that I was saved and going to go to heaven someday, but to be in a place where I was really engaging a, a, a my my union with him was a totally yeah. different thing. Um, and it wasn't until I, I awakened to the reality of my ancestry, which, as I understand it, uh, is much more Celtic in its, uh, in its makeup. And I've always wondered why my music always took a tonal uh, chord progression-wise and movement that's very Celtic. Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I woke up to that and I began to journey um, of discovery that the uh, ancient uh, Celtic Christianity was very much holistic in its viewpoint of, of God, uh, God in all of creation, seeing God in creation, that mankind is is not separated from him, but uh, enveloped in him and coming from him. And there's the goodness. Um, I've been reading um, uh, uh, John Scottus uh, Eurigena, who came out of the fourth, fifth century uh, philosopher, <laughs> theologian, who uh, actually was in, in a battle with Augustine of Hippo, who uh, Augustine is the one that developed the dual predestinations and that man is yeah. is wicked by nature. Yeah. And Ariagena said the God is good. In him there is nothing of, of that darkness or that lack yeah. of love. And because we are created in him and he we are in him, uh, and and not separated from him because there's no way to be separated from the one who holds all things together. I mean, there's nothing that exists outside of him. And so uh, Eregina was one who <laughs> saw the goodness of, of God in all things, especially in mankind. Uh, he's one that was quoted, and, and Pelagius, who came after him, who both of them are Celtic, uh, uh, but uh, they said, looking into the face of a newborn infant, you're seeing the face of God. Mm -hmm. And so the Roman church, which out of which uh, Calvin and the rest came and the Western church developed their doctrine, saw man separated from God and wicked and evil and fallen in nature. And Eregina said that's an impossibility. And so I, I awakened to that and realized, look, it's not a question of me f having a sin nature. It's a question of me falling in away from my awareness of who I really am. We've mm -hmm. forgotten our origin. Our origin are that we are sons and daughters of the king. We are, are dwelling within him. We're not separated from yeah. him. So that's changed everything for me. I no longer am trying to strive to get someplace. I'm passionately in, in pursuit of, of going deeper and awakening to the reality of who I am in him and where I'm co-seated with him in heavenly realms, if that makes yeah. sense. No, that's, that's beautiful. And, and I love, uh, 
you know, so many things that you brought up there. And we definitely are, are believers that, you know, we are, we are one with God. We mm-hmm. are in him. He is in us. Uh, we are partakers of the divine. We are, um, as I said, children of God. We're in his image. Mm-hmm. All of these things. But, but in the end, I think what happens is our pride steps in. And there's some some people, you know, that will take that extra step, and and I think out of pride or out of a, a need for control or something, they want to take that next step and say, "I am God," and mm-hmm. and that's and that is not what you're saying. It's not what I'm saying. No, but absolutely that, not. But that we do need, and I think that's just you know that that's a, a gimmick of the enemy because in the garden. You know, Adam and Eve already in the image of God, not fallen, knowing who they are. Right. And yet the enemy comes along and says, but don't you want to be like him? It's like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. we already are like him. We are and like to understand him. that. Right. But the pride that allowed them to say, yeah, I want more. And right. going down that road is is where we wind up not doing so well. The fruit right. is not good. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, the the reality of my true identity is unique to me. And it is the the awakening to uh, that and uh, and the invitation into the the great dance, uh, uh, the circle dance, the perichoresis of being involved with the Trinity in that that uh, that uh, that wow i'm i continually see it as almost a vortex you know it comes out of the passage of scripture where uh the lord your god re- will rejoice over you with singing and that it rejoices spinning and twirling and leaping like a whirling dervish and we are we are invited to to be to 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 go in and go up into that uh, the the difference between ones who that that might take that extra step that extra step is actually going into gnosticism yeah. where uh where uh, i am going in and i'm being enveloped in in him to the point where i lose myself and and i become him uh and really what that is is the loss of identity um yeah we never lose our identity uh, he didn't create me uniquely as I am, the way I am, for that to be obliterated, to go back into a cosmic, uh, uh, I don't even you know how to express nothing. it. It's almost like a foreign <laughs> concept to me, because, you know, I, I lived for so long under a less than, right. not worth much, uh, even though I'm, I've been a creative all my life, even though I have, have in, known him since I was 13 years old, and, and, uh, I, but felt because of my religious background that because my behavior, my thoughts, my attitudes were sinful, I'm somehow less than and unworthy and when I've realized that that is not the case, I am deeply loved. Yes. In fact, I, yeah. I did a video uh, here uh, uh, actually this morning. It's not going to be posted for a few weeks because I've got some other ones that's got to come first. But uh, um, the the reality of the you know the passage of scripture in John 
where the par- where Jesus is is giving the parable of the good shepherd, and he in John chapter ten, and they and the one verse where he says, "I am the door," and this mm-hmm. is out of the New King James, so it's not coming from uh, you know a paraphrase or some of these translations that some people say don't pay attention to. Uh, ones that I like, for instance, like the mirror and passion and that. But right, this right. is a classic translation. It says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. And I find it fascinating that, yes, he is the only door. He is the gateway. Yeah. Not always lead into the in uh, in into uh, the heavenly realms. Not all uh, ways lead into the heart of Father, through Him. But then, yeah. what's interesting is the rendering is, He who enters by me, and I was playing with it, and I'll play with it just uh, uh, briefly. Is that that in the classical sense that I grew up with? Ah, listen, you need to. Ask Jesus to be your Savior and receive him as your Savior and say a certain prayer, and then you're going to be saved and go to heaven. A.W. Tozer uh, wrote, and I think it was uh, in the pursuit of man or the pursuit of God, he said, that's not even in Scripture. Yeah. And he was an evangelical mystic. But, I mean, he, he says that's not even in Scripture. Entering is the movement of my soul as it awakens to the reality of who I am in him and begins that movement. Yeah. Yeah. And then it says by me. And I looked at that and I said, well, as Jean Goyon puts it, God's had his, his, his love is an irresistible pull. I'm not striving to get into him as my soul is awakening and I'm beginning to enter he pulls me in. It's by him I enter in. Now, the rendering in the New King James says, will be saved. But the heart of it all is abiding. Because he says, those who, I'm the, I'm the gate, I'm the door. As you awaken and you enter, begin to enter, by me, I pull you in, and in that abiding in me, you move in a, a, a richness of life. You move in and out, yeah. finding pasture. Yeah. And so that for is... me, that makes all the difference in, in, in who I am. I'm deeply loved. He loves me so much that he's pulling me into himself so I that, that I can be who I am. Yeah. Well, and I'm just going to say to anybody who's listening, uh, you know, number one, make sure you go to John's uh, website, YouTube channel, check all that out because uh, he's he's sharing through music uh, this oneness and this understanding of who you really are. I uh, know, and I'll just say that Adina and I have a um, a teaching that it's actually a very very in-depth one on that brings you into an understanding of your identity. It's called The Ultimate Impact. And I'm going to share that, and that's going to be our break, and we'll be back right after this. An ecclesia is family doing kingdom business. When you join an ecclesia with Kingdom Talks Media that is going through the Ultimate Impact series, this is what a typical week might look like. During the week, you'll watch the Ultimate Impact teaching videos based on that week's topic. Each video is about 10 minutes long, followed by a time for you to shift focus into the heavenly realm. 
allowing Father to guide you into further revelation. Once a week, you'll gather with your Ecclesia group in person or most likely through Zoom conferencing to typically do two things. One, relate with each other as you share insights about that week's topic. And two, shift focus into the heavenly realm as an Ecclesia to practice engaging Father together. Week after week, you and your Ecclesia will gain new perspectives through the teachings, discussions, and your experiences individually and together in the heavenly realms. All right, I'm back with John. And uh, John, um, during the break, I was just saying, I was going to ask you, uh, what are some of the incredible stories that you've heard from other people who've uh, woken up to this understanding of who they really are in Christ? Oh, I mean, it's... Uh, more often than not, it's it's simply the expression of somebody uh, of them saying, "I've I've never felt in my life as like I'm feeling now, as loved, as accepted, as I'm I. It feels like weights are coming off." Because the reality is it's not about my behavior, it's about my relationship. It's about moving, you know, the church has made it for so long an issue of right and wrong. Do right, you're accepted, do wrong, and then yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're, you're in trouble. And then there's been, and, and I, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole with this, but there's been, uh, for, and I was a part of it, uh, really, of, of uh, an attack on grace as, oh, just a license to do whatever you want. And the reality is everyone that I talk to that is experiencing the awakening, and, and for me, the great awakening is not masses of unsaved sinners recognizing that they have to run to Jesus to get saved. It's right. the, the mass of humanity, and it's happening around the world, humanity awakening to the reality that they are loved in him mm -hmm. and, and rediscovering, they're coming home, to, like the prodigal, to their true identity. And so the ones that, that I've had contact with and the, lots of times the people that we're gathering with and, and, and we're talking and they're going, look, it's like weights are coming off. And it's not, you know, it's, it, you know, oh, you know, using grace as an excuse to do terrible things. That never even comes into the equation because I know I'm deeply loved and the extravagant grace empowered love grace is the energy behind love love is not yes. legalism right grace is the yes. energy that moves love and so as i'm experiencing that the last thing in my world uh, on my mind is to oh now i've got an excuse to go out and do things i don't want to do no i'm in love with the one who loves me come on and so it changes the come dynamic on. so more often than not it's 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 simply uh it, it feels like i can breathe for the first time that that's really good i uh, you know we've uh, been doing a lot of teachings on the christ anointing 
and mm-hmm. what that really is. And, you know, I think for me, one of the best ways we've explained it is that Jesus is the light of every man. Mm-hmm. The entire world who's ever been, he is the light in every man, according to Scripture. But that what happens is when we finally recognize or we want to accept um, that Jesus is the way, the truth and the life, that Christ anointing the oil begins to flow down through us. And when it hits that spark, that light, there's the explosion of the waking up. And just, you know, you see so many people get so excited when they accept Christ. Mm-hmm. But the Christ is that anointing that, that you know, wakes us up. And it's, it's waking us up to who God is in us, you know, and who we are in him. Mm-hmm. And it's just an mm-hmm. incredible opportunity, a credible, incredible journey. And, and, right. and then from there, unfortunately, it, it's that fine line again between, um, uh, you know, there's those that want the, the, the fix, you know, that, that they, it's kind of like uh, the, the next sensational thing, that fix. And they're always going after that versus mm-hmm. settling in and resting in who they are in Christ. And mm-hmm. the Christ anointing, Jesus showed us the way. It was laying down his life. It was laying his ego down. It was laying everything down mm-hmm. so that God could have the fullness in him. Right. And God wants to do the same thing in each one of us, that through the Christ anointing, we get to lay our ego down, lay all of our concerns down. We don't have anything to worry about once we're in Christ. And that we lay all that down rather than running to look for the next fix of the next sensational thing, which can lead to off right. track. Um, right. And, and it's it's interesting. I, I was just kind of picking up in that, you know, when you were talking about, uh, you know, that that anointing oil and that to me. And it, mm-hmm. it, it just I can see that as part of that uh, image of the, the movement of my soul uh, inside the movement of that that entering. Yeah. You know, that yeah. that movement. Of, of beginning to sense that and feel that as it's happening. And then again, it comes to that, that place where as I am just beginning, it's a process, not an event. Yes. It's a lifelong process. Right. It's an eternal process yeah. of, of yielding and, and, and just, oh, this is what's, oh, this is, and then there's that irresistible pull that's constantly uh, bringing us deeper and deeper. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know, I just get all messed up when I start thinking about it. Now, one <laughs> of the things, and, and it's kind of a transparency thing for me, because, and it's been important for me, mainly because of the way that I viewed myself for a long time. Uh, I have a full-time position uh, with a company, I'm a, and I'm I'm at work at a quarter of five in the morning and it's very physical and I'm off and running. And I find that when I, uh, when I am getting ready for work, I am offering myself in, in my morning routine, I offer myself as a living sacrifice uh, to the Lord as, a, an, as an instrument of worship. And I'm, I'm making declarations and over myself of what a wonderful day this is, how beautiful it is to be loved in him. And so all of these, these things have been something in me that has shifted over a period of time, that framework of belief, the mindset, wherein, and to use what you were saying, you know, going after the next, fi- looking for this, looking for that. Yeah. 
I find I don't need to be looking for this or that. It's kind of like, yeah. and it was funny because I told, uh, I told Donna, I came out in this video I just did, this meditation was, you know, the old rock song, looking for love in all the wrong places. Yeah. <laughs> right? And, and that's, yes. you know, but I, I truly believe that buried and oftentimes buried under layer and layer and layer and layer and layer of generational, low-level, heavy, earthbound patterns. As Paul says, don't be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed yeah. by the renewing of your mind. All of these things have set up these patterns where, where we are a culture that because we want to find that ultimate love, but we don't know where to look for it, we're always looking for the next fix to try to find it. Exactly. And until yeah. I recognize yeah. that it is, is, it's just simply letting go and coming into it. It's not a, anything other than that. Well, and I'm trying to remember where the verse is, uh, where it says, Godliness with contentment is great gain. Um, don't remember the address exactly, but uh, you know that, that, that says a lot, that godliness with contentment is great gain. And I, I feel like uh, it, that points to rest. Mm-hmm. That when we, you know, enter into that Christ anointing and we understand that, oh, this is about my identity, not about my behavior. And I begin to walk out my identity in Christ and just from a place of rest, then that's where I begin to discover more of who I am as well as who God is. If I'm constantly running out for the next thing, all I'm going to do is chase after that thing and right. be looking for that Absolutely. thing, listening to that yeah. thing versus listening to God. I mean, why yeah. would we want to go after anything else? You know, and, and relationships different. You know, if you if you got relationship with people that are doing things and you're with them and in relationship, that's awesome. That's part of what we're called here to do, to be in relationship and be a part of the body. But just to be chasing for the next fix, um, right. that is something that leads to a dead end because you can't mm-hmm. keep getting into fix. It's kind of like drugs and you're eventually going to hit the wall. <laughs> and and mm-hmm. uh, it's it's not a fun thing. But just that rest and just learning to just be, right. just be and not have to try to accomplish anything or figure it out or, or, you know, be that next thing that, you know, it's, it's a constant, it was like you said earlier, it's, it's a fix on Gnosticism. I got to have that mm-hmm. next knowledge. I got to know more than everybody else. I've got to be constantly growing and we are growing, but I'd rather grow mm-hmm. in my, in the solidity of who I am in him which is what most people want to just bypass and run off to the other stuff because right. I think that's a lifelong journey, just sitting with him to understand who I fully am in him, not trying to do things or you know go after the, the next great thing. But um, And I believe that he can teach us everything we need to know. That's back to the Garden of Eden with the tree of knowledge and tree of uh, life, you know, that, mm-hmm. that I believe God would have given them everything they ever needed or wanted, but in relationship. They would have mm-hmm. learned everything they needed and wanted. But instead, they wanted it their way. They wanted it now. And they mm-hmm. went after it now. And mm-hmm. that we're still doing the same thing. I want what I want, and I want it now. Versus, I just want to sit and understand who I am in you and who you are in mm-hmm. me. I want that yeah. intimate relationship. Yeah. 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 So, uh, now, with you and your wife, I'm just curious, this incredible journey in Christ... Uh, what are some of the changes that you've seen the two of you go through in the last, say, I don't know, I'll say year, five years, 10 years, oh 20 goodness. years? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to get in trouble. 
anyway, you're, you're, uh, um, I can tell you without any hesitancy um, that uh, the way, number one, the way that the Lord brought Donna and me together was a spectacular beyond the scope of imagination. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a long story, um, but I was in New England at the time alone. I'd gone through a divorce in 93. I figured I'd never be married again. I was kind of a hermit type of guy, you know, and I wasn't going to. And and I had an open vision uh, uh, of of a worship scene in which uh, uh, I went to this. And there there was a, a, a lady that came out, saw me, came over, embraced me, turned around and went back into the uh, the, the extravagant crowd. And in the midst of it, I, when I, I, it jolted me and I heard as God is my witness audibly in the room, tiny dancer, Elton John, tiny dancer. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Now that was in 2007, came down to, to, to Florida. Donna had gone through um, her first husband had passed away. She was, uh, you know, going through all of that. And during the, uh, the similar time frame, she had a prophetic word, powerful word spoken over her that she would come alongside another and would be joined. And, and together we would go through the meniscus layer, take hold of that which we were discovering and bring it back. Now, those two things. So there was a, there was a word and there was a vision. I returned down to Florida. I'd been in Florida before. Returned to Florida, and during that time frame, it was in, uh, uh, I think it was uh, 2009. Um, we met. She began coming to the church. We met, struck up a friendship, went to a Kim Clement uh, meeting at um, uh, Sharona's place in Orlando, and. Uh, uh, I walked in there with her and it looked really familiar. I had never been there before. Looked really familiar. Re- worship, extravagance, the whole nine yards, you know, just, and I'm going, it's like, I've been here before. And in the middle of it, audibly, I heard the spirit say tiny dancer. And I knew it was her. She was the woman that I met. So we were brought together through, I guess, you know, opposite ends of the country on the East Coast by vision and word to be joined together. And so we started and we went through and we still go through like every married couple does. But our union is deepening exponentially mm-hmm. day after day. I'm, I'm finding the creative uh, flow in, in Donna to be so extravagant. <laughs> she, oh, perfect. She in, you know, <laughs> makes an appearance. Um, and so there <laughs> is a partnership <laughs> in what we're doing that um, makes life, this adventure, so awesome. Yeah. I don't know if that yeah. answers your question or not, because uh, just, you know. Well, real quick. Yeah, please. Well, especially since what we've been studying, you know, the Lord has taken us on to this journey of reading a lot about the mystics a few years ago into quantum and now into the Celtic spirituality. And, but what this has done for me is realizing that much of the doctrine in the church um, was, is basically a false narrative of that sin nature. 
we don't have yeah. that sin nature and when i really it, it was like and then when i heard of pelagius and irregina and reading madame going on you know all these um wonderful things and just that validating of we are co-included in him there is the perichoresis there is that beautiful dance and we we get to partake in that as he pulls us in as john has spoken and you all have spoken yeah. that yeah. but it was so freeing in that i wondered why for so long i would read scripture ask holy spirit get get one thing from it i would hear that message in the pulpit and go that's not what he's saying and and getting that validation of wow lord thank you because he said the truth will set you free and so as we are engaging in the truth of truly what the gospel is all about and that is relationship with him and that we have that that he sets us free you know and that, that's, that it's not it's it's really just a freedom where we do feel more content we're like, there you okay, go now you're in the picture energy much more content. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, and, and my picture on this side is even less than what you have there. So we're just seeing you from here up. Yeah. <laughs> or from yeah, here down. You, know, you were floating around out there and I couldn't get you down there. There you go. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Anyway. And and we, we do believe that we are rapidly uh, moving into an expanded um, um, fulfillment of our, our, our journey together. Um, yeah. I believe the the season. I keep hearing the season has changed, and and we're uh, there is so much that needs to be done through Taste of Manna, uh, yeah. and I, I I love the job that I have. It's it's God's gift of provision, but there is so much that needs to be done. Carving out the time to be with you today happened to be a, a time of one day out of seven that I have off in order to do it so i mean and this is a narrative for a multitude of us so um, but it's awesome yes. it really is and i'm so glad you took the time out it's been great now so part of that question though was uh um with the transition into this movement if you want to call it that just the where did the transition begin how did it affect you and your marriage as you came into this place of realizing, wait a minute, my identity in Christ is so much different than what I've been told. I am worthy. I am loved. I am cared for. I am something. Yeah. <laughs> um, how did that affect you, your your marriage, in, in crossing over into that for both of you? Well, it 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 opened me up to a much greater understanding of how precious my wife is she's a daughter of the king and when yeah. i've opened up to the reality that i'm loved and not striving to try to get or prove myself to be somebody i'm more open to be uh, uh, uh you know involved in an ever-deepening relationship with someone else who can be who she is created to be um and it, it's it's often you know i mean the there there's so many that there if 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 we're not comfortable in our own skin is the old saying if yeah. i'm not comfortable in my own skin i'm not going to be vulnerable enough to to be at one moment with my beloved yeah so yeah, the more i'm in love with yahweh the more I am in love with me, and that's not Come narcissism, on. 
I used right, to think, right. oh, now you're being narcissistic. No, I love who I am. Yes. And the more I am accepting and loving who I am, the more I can extend that outward. So That's so good. Donna, you got a, anything you want to add? Yeah, I had a, you know, there's an honoring too that has really grown. We honor one another. And I love a statement that says, what you honor, you give freedom to operate. And that is so free because... I can express things, I can put things out there and not feel like I'm gonna get con condemnation. You know, yeah. we can talk about it and just go, let's examine this, you know, without a lot of the, you know, cause we're not, we're not um, coming <laughs> from that viewpoint, you know, of, it's more of an accepting yeah. of one another and, and our differences and we're discovering, each, we're just discovering things within ourselves and we're discovering things within each yep. other, you know, which are, I mean, we're a perfect couple. What can yeah, I say? You know, you know not really. <laughs> no. Not really. Not really. No, but you well, know, you are. We do go deeper in. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, perfect we are. Perfect for each other. Anyway. Perfect for each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. When we go exactly. in him, it's just it changes your whole life. It changes how you look at the world. It changes. I see almost everybody now. I told John. I said I see everybody as my brother and sister because Christ died and rose again for all of humanity so all yeah. of humanity is included in this exactly <laughs> exactly it, it's a beautiful so beautiful just, thing to it's understand just kind of the new evangelism is the let's awaken to that fact come on that's you are, it you are beautiful yeah. you are yeah. wonderful i yeah. love you <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah well hey uh, we're going to take a real quick break and we'll be back right after this <laughs> Wow! With so many awesome ways to grow in the transformation of your body, soul, and spirit, reconnecting with God, the heavens, and yourself through breathing? Let's get started! You can find Adina's Emerging Course series on breathing transformation at KingdomTalksMedia.com. Why? All right, so I, I might have actually cut that off a little soon, but... Uh, <laughs> um, so I, I love that, you know, that when we we really can't love others well unless we love ourselves well. And I, I think that's the whole yeah. thing. And yeah. and I, I, my whole framework of ministry um, being schooled and brought up and trained in, in again, in a classical uh, sense in the evangelical church, the way you preach, the way you teach, and all the rest of it. All of that shifted and changed. Uh, now, I don't want to be misunderstood. I love the church. God loves the church. Yes. The church has been who she has been for these 2,000 years. The yeah. fact that we have transitioned out of the church age into the next age uh, does not mean that the church is uh, the church is irrelevant, but the structure of the way that we perceived things, the same as it happened in the previous shifting of ages out of uh, when Yeshua came. And we went from the the mosaic and the and the uh, uh, into into the church age uh, yeah. out of the previous age. Uh, there still is an honoring of what was there, but the recognition of that that is not it. 
That's right. not where we where we are moving to. Um, here just recently we were with Chris Carter, and of course, even you know, he's my brother from another mother, and we get along right. so well. <laughs> but he was he was very clear. He said, "Look, we're transitionaries. Yes. We're grabbing hold of something that other people are." struggling to even get their head around to begin with and some who will not embrace it and that's yeah. okay there are some that are going to stay in the church age type of paradigm and so yeah. i'm not i i hopefully in my teachings and in my conversations with people i'm not uh condemning the church uh, as, as being heretical and terrible but the recognition that a lot of the mindsets that have been developed and set in place are not the mindsets that are consistent with they're the heart right. of Father. Yeah. They're... And so for me, it's the breaking loose of that and the moving on uh, from that. Yeah. And I would add to that that as transitionaries, we also don't want to get stuck in what we think is right right now, teaching it. Uh, now, I, I absolutely believe that we are bringing, um, I wouldn't say fresh revelation, but we're bringing revelation back of what the, uh, I believe the New Testament believers understood better than uh, our current church age. Mm -hmm. But as we're stepping into the next age, um, we're the transitionaries. There's going to be things that we bring to the table that Father brings in, in through us that are not meant to stay, but they're right. meant to be part of the transition. And part so, of the transition. You know, whether it's music or teachings or whatever it might be, um, it all is something we need to hold loosely. I, I have been a little, you know, uh, I, I don't know if concerned is the right word. Maybe it is, but, uh, you know, we've opened up to all the things that God has created for us. You know, mm -hmm. crystals and the stars and all these things that God created those. Those are for right. us to engage with and use. However, I see some people, I feel like getting so excited about those things that now they go to those things versus going to him. Right. And uh, I just and I just say, be careful. That's all. You know, right. uh, we if we're after the if we're truly after father's heart and not to just to do what we want to do and have, you know, in our own pride trying to get, you know, power and authority that doesn't right. necessarily we're not ready for. Then, yeah. um, you know, if we're really after his heart and we're not doing that, then father's going to guide us back. Right. However, if we're really going after, you know, prideful things or whatever, then uh, we might have to well, suffer some of the consequences. Uh, somebody, uh, there was a prophet once uh, back, and this goes back in the 90s, and the charismatic movement was, you know, just rocking and rolling. I was up in New England, and of course, Toronto was hot and heavy at that time, and, and this young guy came through, and, and he spoke a word over uh, over me. I'd never met him before, and he came back, and he said, he said, you know, you... You see religious spirits, and I do. He said, you're very, very, you know, sensitive to that, and you can't tolerate them. You want to go to war. Hmm. He says, but, but you need to be on guard against becoming religiously irreligious. <laughs> yes. And that stayed with me all of these years. Yeah. And so I'm saying that because as a transitionary moving in and even what I'm I'm discovering and taking hold of, I want to make sure I'm holding it loosely and not becoming rigid in in this and turning it into just another religious 
platform. Right. And lots of times I think when we begin to go after certain protocols, certain things that we're doing, and now these are the ways that it has to be done in order for things to happen, now we're beginning to fall back into a same kind of cycle that moved in the church and, and in some ways moved very well. But when you have doctrines then to get start to be put in place that are contrary to the heart of Father, then the whole thing begins to, to collapse around yeah. it. Yeah, and, and you know one, one of the things that uh, I, we used to share or talk about, even in the church age, was just that you have to be careful that your organization, which is an organism, which is alive and well, doesn't become an institution, which is dead works, mm-hmm. <laughs> going nowhere. And mm-hmm. uh, you know how you tell the difference. You know that's going to be between you and God, <laughs> and yeah. whatever it is you're doing. But because right. I do see the body coming together. You know, there, right. there are going to be leaders, there's going to be teachers, there's going to be, you know, these different positions that each of us carry in the body. Um, mm-hmm. But that we recognize the value of the body and not try to, um, what's the word I'm looking not to abuse the body, especially as leaders, not mm-hmm. to abuse the body. And um, mm-hmm. that's, that's just something, you know, these are all things that I, I, I sincerely believe that as we rest in the Father... And just let him continue to tell us who we are. Doesn't mean yeah. that we sit on our butt all day and we don't do anything, <laughs> but it just means that you know oh, we oh, have some good time with him. And then right. even while we're out, that we understand we're still in the heavens with him, and that you exactly can be right. engaged there in while you're doing whatever it is you're doing out in right. you know in the world. And this this uh, statement did not originate with me. I've heard it in my spirit from. Uh, the Lord on a number of occasions, again, just uh, uh, just recently. Um, but I think it fits very nicely in everything that we're talking about, especially in when we're talking about, um, you know, going off track uh, into places like Gnosticism and, and, and things like that, and, and even getting into a religious format and that. And it was simply this. Uh, the Lord says, be me as yourself in this world. Hmm. He doesn't say be me in this world. He says be me as who you are yeah. in this world. So if he's not operating according to that rigid format, if, if he's cre- he is the ultimate creator, ceaselessly creating, He's ecstatic in joy and bliss and love. He is all all goodness. If that's who he is, and I am in him, then as I begin to be a reflection of him, and as it were, a manifestation of him as myself, that's part of the transformation, then I will be probably, I suspect, more sheltered, wrong word, uh, I will not be as given toward a religious mindset and and uh, coming into a place of doctrine. I have the answer. you got to follow my answer. Yeah. I, no, I, I get concerned about people that. say, this is the way it's got to be uh-huh. done. I got this. That's the way it is. I like it and, when and I, I can. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I, when I when I hear that, because I, I do, I, in fact, you know, if there's a couple things that I, I 
try to make sure doesn't get on the show. It's those who say my way is the only way or mm -hmm. those who are dissing other people and their mm -hmm. ways, you know, that they've shared. Um, those are the two things that I usually try to try to make sure don't get on here. But yeah. um, it's just because it's damaging. It's it, it, it's a great setup for a cult. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, know? well, or yeah. <laughs> yeah, or or uh, yeah, uh, uh, the cult of personality, another rock song. Anyway, uh, there was uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, or the the authoritative institutionalization of the church that says that the one behind the pulpit or the one that that you know has been yeah. um, uh, anointed to be up on the platform is the one that is speaking, and it's ex cathedra, and and that's the way it is. Uh, I like, uh, and I hear it uh, from others that we're in contact with, I like it in the dialogue, uh, and I express that. In any of the meditations I do, any of the teachings, I could be wrong. Right, yeah, me too. It's what I'm experiencing, it's what I'm sensing, what I'm hearing, and I put it out there, hopefully in love, recognizing that I don't have all the answers. I, I, I have exactly. hardly any of the answers, but I am, yeah. I am yielding myself in such a way that I know that one thing and one thing matters, and that's, that's David, that I dwell in his presence all the days of my life yeah, and yeah. behold his beauty all the days of my life. Not that's striving so to get somewhere, but that's where yeah. We live and move and have our being is in him. And I, I kind of feel like, you know, just maybe this one thing could help a lot of people. And that is, uh, and, and I see this a lot. I see people running after teachers that will tell them how to believe. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they're just, they haven't grown up in maturity yet to get to the place to understand you have your own connection with the father. And that rather than chasing after others uh, that will tell you how to believe, because there are those out there, even in this movement, there's a, there are those who will tell you, oh, sure. you know, sure. how to believe and what you should believe versus understanding, you know, our third plumb line, ask the father, mm -hmm. sit in his presence and enjoy his con conversation with him and ask him. Now, it doesn't mean that we don't hear one another. Or we don't listen to one another, but it just means you have your own connection. You don't have to have somebody else tell you everything. Now, in you know, you may find some people that you resonate with and you want to listen to that, and it, that's all good. But don't take everything that anybody says hook, line, and sinker. Spend right. time with the Father and ask right. Him what He thinks right. about it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're basically uh, uh, out of time. We've got a minute or two. Why don't you share one more time where people can go to find you on YouTube and, and the okay. website? Okay, and, and I want to emphasize something, and now's a good time to do it. Uh, they okay. can find us on, on uh, YouTube, at, and the channel is Taste of Mana. A uh, whole lot of uh, teachings and meditations there. The website is tasteofmana.net, and Mana Radio is a part of it. There's also a trading partners uh, uh, section, uh, which I invite people to, to check out. But the one thing I do want to uh, say is that uh, in, in being on this show, I put together a Mana Radio two-week uh, free subscription promo to Mana Radio. 
All awesome. you need to do is uh, uh, contact me at tastermana.net at gmail.com. That email right there, tastermana.net at gmail.com. Uh, Donna and I are trying to get together a, a mailing list of those we can connect with because we're planning on doing some Zoom uh, meditations and times together. Uh, but if you will shoot me an email uh, that you watch this show, that you would like to try out Mana Radio, I will get you the link. And it's a two-week uh, free subscription. Yeah, I think it'll change your life. So again, it's tasteofmana.net at gmail.com. Want to hear from you. Awesome. Thank you so much for that, John. And uh, if you'll send me an email with that information as well, which I think yep, you already I did, will. but uh, send it to me. We'll put it in the show notes. So if you're watching this right now, you should be able to go to the show notes and go down to that link and click on it and uh, get in right. touch with John. Yeah. All right. Well, John, again, thank you so much. It's always an honor to have you on. You're a blessing. Such a blessing. Thank you. It's It's been such a, a joy for me. I just love it. I love being with you, Thank Gil. You. Thank you. And to all of our listeners, bless you all. And if you want to see the behind the scenes, uh, John and I are going to do behind the scenes next. Uh, go to kingdomtalksmedia.com and uh, go to uh, the, I can't remember which one it is, but it's at the very end, the um, <laughs> menu item. And you click on that and it, you'll see behind the scenes in that drop down menu. And you can join us there. And uh, it, again, we just thank all of you who are supporting us and making all this possible got a lot more things that father's put on our heart to get out there and it's going to take a lot more uh trading from you guys to trade into this ministry if you believe it's kingdom let's move it forward love you guys we'll see you all next time thank you again john see ya thank you for taking time out to listen to kingdom talks you can find out more about kingdom talks media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at kingdomtalksmedia.com Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life and keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.